Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Klass, and with me today is Pat White. Pat is the CEO and co-founder of Bitwave, the first software platform built specifically for businesses to bring digital assets onto their balance sheets and into their business processes. Bitwave provides cryptocurrency accounting, tax tracking, bookkeeping, DeFi ROI monitoring, and crypto ARAP software. Over the last decade, Pat has built enterprise software at several well-known companies and co-founded Sonata, an enterprise search platform. A cryptocurrency enthusiast since 2011, Pat has contributed to code to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and several other cryptocurrency projects. Pat combined his expertise in enterprise software and cryptocurrencies to co-found Bitwave in 2018. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Pat White. And thank you so much for having me. Uh, what an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's always hard listening to your bio. <laughs> just, uh, just, I mean, it's like, yeah, that's me, but you know, it's hard hearing that. So, but thank you uh, for the warm welcome. <laughs> well, you're most welcome. And so let's get to the good stuff then. So why do you do what you do? That's what you do. Why do you yeah. do it? So, I, you know, my entire career has been enterprise software. It's, it's really funny like, to think about. My first job out of school was with Microsoft. I've been at Microsoft, Intuit, Cisco, Fortify Software, did a bunch of consulting. Um, I am a, uh, a long-time enterprise software fan. It's the world I like. And I, it's sort of like, I know that's sort of a funny answer to your question. Like, why do I, why do we start Bitwave? Why do I do this? But at the end of the day, I like enterprise software. I find it so much more interesting and rewarding than say like retail software, you know, companies like Twitter starting those things. Like they are, you know, Twitter is a cool platform. It is a hard technical problem, but I, you know, I like getting to know people deeply. Like when you sell an enterprise product, you work very closely with the person you sell it to. You're solving incredibly hard problems, right? The monetary numbers are a lot higher. And the reason for that is the problems you're solving are a lot harder. So I, I love working on really, really hard problems with people that I get to know over a long period of time. Uh, I like understanding, like, I, you know, I like enterprise in general because it's where you know, people are making money. It's, it's capitalism incarnate is enterprise software in a, in a funny way. Uh, and so I really love it. I got into crypto um, super early. So I was, you know, I had a, I actually think I got the Satoshi white paper delivered to my uh, inbox when I was uh, uh, from one of the cryptography mailing lists. And I loved it. I mean, at the end of the day, Satoshi, Satoshi had a lot of really great stuff he did. The number one thing that he did was he solved a really hard computer science problem, which was the Byzantine generals problem, which broken down is how do you get people who hate each other and don't trust each other to be able to work together in a collaborative way? And with that, you know, crypto, the solution to that for Bitcoin was so revolutionary that it was really easy, even in 2010, to sort of look forward and be like, guys, there will absolutely be, this is going to change the nature of business. Back then, I didn't know how it was going to change the nature of business, but it was obvious it was going to. Fast forward 10 years, whatever it was, it's eight years, and uh, you know, you could start to see the underpinnings of how the world was going to change because of digital assets. You could start to see that you know there was, as Ethereum came out and all these different chains that were not just about deflationary uh, deflationary inflation hedges that were kind of like had underpinnings around libertarian philosophy, you started to see people changing the way that you programmed money. And that's that's what gets me so excited, like where we ultimately decided to really get going hard with Bitwave, which again, you know, digital asset tax and accounting back office, was that we saw the nature of financial systems starting to be rewritten. 
And at that point, you're like, wow, this is going to really change everything. So hopefully at some point we'll talk, we'll talk in here about DeFi and stuff like that. But that is, you know, what got me going about this was there's a world where, you know, banks are the nature of money and the nature of how we have payment rails and finances and banks. All of that is drastically changed in the next 10, 15 years. And I just want to be at the forefront of it. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Tell me about your thoughts about businesses adopting these digital assets. Yeah, it is. It is really interesting. So, you know, one of the things that's happened is that crypto has gone through a very real we're, we're in a real drawdown right now, obviously. And what that's what, what's happened is you've seen a backing off from crypto by consumers. So, you know, most of the major exchanges are reporting their user numbers are down. NFT sales are down across the board. The number of people that are getting into crypto for the first time is not growing like it used to. So overall, individuals are starting to back off crypto while the, the monetary is down. That's, it makes sense, right? Like businesses are, uh, or individuals got into crypto because they thought they were going to become billionaires. And uh, there was, I think there was even like a survey where they looked at like 30% of people in crypto today still are in crypto because they think they're going to become a billionaire from the, uh, the crypto. Um, and that's, that's, that's fine. Like that's a good reason. That's as good a reason to get into, into crypto as anything. That's not why businesses get into crypto. Like businesses, it's not why businesses do anything. Like businesses don't do highly speculative things uh, just for the fun of it. They do it for real world purposes. And what we're seeing right now is this real drive towards marginal efficiencies. So, you know, one of the things I talk about a lot with crypto is there really are two sides of the world. There's the speculative side. There's the kind of more libertarian side of protecting against inflation. And then there are people that look at a, a platform like Polygon. So Polygon is a, is a side chain to Ethereum. It is a uh, high speed chain and it's low cost. Using Polygon, you could send a billion dollars around the world for 20 cents and you could send it a hundred times a day. You could, you could do that a hundred in, in a minute, a hundred movements back and forth for like 50 cents. I mean, it is incredible. The idea of crypto that is always so powerful to me, you know, people latch onto different parts of, of digital assets and crypto, but what they like about it. I always liked it because it's this idea that you're giving a hundred thousand of the world's best engineers a real API to money. And I don't mean like an API like Stripe, because Stripe is an API to credit cards. And I don't mean like, you know, the ability to send an ACH. Like, what if you could actually program money? How does the world start to change in that sense? So what we're seeing is we're seeing businesses get serious about it. We're looking at having, you know, JP Morgan came out um, a few months ago announcing that they were doing a massive uh, movement towards doing settlement of trading with a few of their partners on chain. This is this idea that, you know, instead of building complex uh, internal systems and shipping, you know, literally, if you ever have heard, there's a great plan of money about, about how the H ACH system works. And until like 10 years ago, they were still shipping hard drives around. I mean, literally every day they would ship a hard drive from point A to point B, and that would be the settlement of, of payments for that day. It's not much better now. I think it's uh, it's a little bit cleaner, maybe FTP, but we're not talking like leaps and bounds. So you're asking the question like, well, what if we if we use something like a public ledger or even a, a shared ledger between a few organizations and we use that to do settlement and it costs us essentially nothing and we are all incentivized to work in this system where we can hate each other, we can not trust each other, but the system keeps us honest. You know, what what other marginal efficiencies can we get? Can we save money on shipping hard drives around, obviously. Um, but then you also see really interesting places like the DeFi protocols. So if, if you're not super familiar with this stuff, you know, DeFi is one of the major 
uh, drivers of crypto adoption with enterprises, which is to say that DeFi is, it stands for decentralized finance. And the idea is, imagine that all the things that you traditionally do through your financial services institution. So borrowing money, lending out money, buying, you know, parametric insurance or collateralized debt obligations or swaps or any of these things that you would go to your bank or going public on the blockchain, um, buying, issuing bonds or debt. All of that can be done directly peer to peer on the blockchain today. Like we have customer, we have a customer whose entire business is they issue bonds onto the blockchain for you. So for the price of a Ethereum transaction, which is like, you know, three bucks, you can issue a tranche multi-level bond that has repayment schedules and all that kind of stuff. So this, this idea, what's happening is that we're starting to see this world where uh, transactions that would traditionally happen through financial institutions can more and more happen direct peer-to-peer between people who want to borrow money and people who want to lend money, people who want to issue debt and people who want to buy debt. Like all of that can happen. And we're, we're seeing the movement towards getting rid of financial institutions as that kind of three to 5% middleman of the world. <laughs> it's, it's sort of the best way to put it. That's what's exciting. That's, and that's why businesses are getting into this stuff right now. Well, Pat, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Yeah, such an interesting question. I, I uh, was racking my brains a little bit for this. I've got a lot of heroes in my life. I, you know, probably my first, and, and still to this day, one of my heroes is, is Bill Gates. And that might be, I don't know if that's a, a funny thing to say anymore. Probably it made more sense back in like the 90s heyday of Microsoft. But, uh, you know, he, this is a guy who who invented sort of through the sheer force of will, uh, an entire enormous industry, you know, the, the personal computer industry. There were inklings of it. It was kind of happening here and there. But, you know, it was really it was really Bill Gates that, that kind of drove it home and turned it turned Microsoft into a you know trillion dollar company and, and rewrote the nature of of work and what it is to like and, and you know, basically invented this entire computer system uh, model. So, I, you know, he's always been a, a hero of mine. I got to meet him when I entered at Microsoft. I actually got to meet him, which was great um, back in the day. Um, yeah, he, I think that's my answer. <laughs> and lastly, Pat, how can somebody contact you? Well, if you want to learn more about BitWave, if, you're, if your business um, uses yeah, Sage, for instance, and digital assets, we have a full integration. So you can go to www.bitwave.io. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at BitWave underscore platform or find me on Twitter at Pat White. Um, and always you can get a hold of us at info at bitwave, B-I-T-W-A-V-E dot I-O, info at bitwave dot I-O. All right. Pat White, CEO and co-founder of Bitwave. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.